Warning! This show has been known to cause certain side effects in listeners and participants alike. Symptoms include a positive outlook on life, wanting to try new things, and a renewed faith in humanity rising to the cream of the crop. Enjoy at your own risk. Oh, yeah! Hey, this is Chris. And this is Elise. And welcome to the I Like to Like Things podcast response edition. I feel like I should do it like this. (laughs) You all need to listen to... You just killed your voice just right. like that. So you just heard uh, Craig from the T3 podcast, who of course was doing our our uh, the, intro. the intro that we always do. We asked people to send an intro, so it was perfect. So I'm trying to do my Macho Man to copy his Macho Man. and Which I was brilliant. I, I can't do it. Like, you heard me. I almost died. <laughs> <laughs> but the- <laughs> it's a, It was a real treat to hear yeah. the, the warning uh, ah, from yeah. Macho Man, Randy this Savage. Yeah. <laughs> also from the uh, Kool-Aid Man. The, the Kool-Aid oh, Man. Oh, is that the same voice? <laughs> I don't oh, know. Oh, I thought you were like giving me some new information. <laughs> like, oh, wow. That's cool. <laughs> but in these response editions, we uh, talk about the guest's advice from last week. And we tell how it changed our life, what we did, how we experienced things, and just uh, just like how we liked their thing, too. I think we already alluded to this. This is a response edition of our all elite wrestling themed uh, show that we had, or AEW, because you know I know what I'm talking about Fancy now. Fancy now, pinkies up. AEW, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> from, from our great guest Matt Sen, host of the Wrestling Life Radio podcast. Wrestle Life Radio for life. <laughs> wrestle, wrestle Life Radio, baby. Wrestling is life. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Uh, but just real quick, I want to give a big shout out again. Yeah, Craig for that intro, and then Matt, of course, for being on the show. But uh, what a delightful guy, right? Oh, super delightful. Uh-huh. Never has anybody made me want to like wrestling as much as he made me want to like wrestling. Right. He is passionate. He's passionate. And it's like, yeah, if, if during these COVID times we could go watch wrestling, mm-hmm. absolutely that would happen. Yeah, I. That was something that I have noticed up across because I listened to a couple more. Like I listened to his podcast. That was so. One thing to say, if you want to get into wrestling, listen to his podcast. Listen to his podcast, That's and great. Uh, just, just had some amazing interviews this last month. It actually really helped me uh, when I was watching the show. Uh-huh. When I was watching the AEW shows. Is it like the super buffed up? <laughs> Macho version they, they, of our show. Uh, they only wear uh, speedos, knee pads, and high top laced boots. All right, then. Yeah. Gorgeous flowing hair. Yeah, yeah. Gorgeous hair. And you, we can tell yeah. all this by the sound of their voice. Oh, you can tell by the sound of someone's voice if they have gorgeous flowing locks, right? Like you? Like me. I have my hair is down past to my ankles. <laughs> it drags on the ground. It drags on the ground as I walk. <laughs> Beautiful, but somehow it also. What are your daughters? I know, right? <laughs> Their hair is so pretty. I have had the same haircut for uh, what, like, like twenty years, thirty years, like your entire life. And then I recently, right before in the before times, I had switched to going to like a, a real barber, a nice barber, uh, like a, a man's barber, a man's man, yeah, no, a real barber. And I started getting like real 
like do's and like they were shaping my doing my beard shaping it and everything but up until then i've had the exact same haircut and, <laughs> and uh, it's short and who's your barber now oh you are that's right i am hands down the prettiest barber <laughs> i have ever had in my entire life like that i can say without a doubt it makes it a lot less awkward when i have to get like right up in your face to do something <laughs> i know it's funny i'm sure it's better with job. me than other people great job. But wrestling wrestling back okay, to wrestling. Back to wrestling. Yeah, back to wrestling and matt's beautiful flowing locks uh yeah so what was something that really stood out to you from the episode yeah um i mean for me it was i didn't realize that there were companies that were kind of controlling all of this mm. i had kind of because growing up you know 80s early 90s as i did mm. and with cousins who were very into pro wrestling uh -huh. um all I heard was, it's not fake, it's real. It's not fake, it's real. It's real, it's real, it's real. <laughs> right. And so um, I thought it was more like the NFL, like oh. it, where it, there's like leagues. And oh. so I was thinking of it as a sport. So um, WWE, I thought was... Like the NFL. Like the NFL. And so when he started talking about the companies, all of a sudden, it just like flipped a switch in my brain. Wow. So this yeah. educated you. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow. And then I started thinking about it because first I thought about it as companies like corporations, you know, merchandising, all that. Mm. But then like when he was talking about all of the like great plots that are happening and mm. like that they really like carry the storyline, I started thinking of, it, thinking of it more like an acting company. Like a troop. Like, like yeah. a troop. Uh -huh. And like they're together and they're... Like, sometimes they're playing this role, sometimes they're playing, you know, a slightly different version of that role, mm -hmm. and, but, like, they're a troupe. They're, they're an acting company. Something I learned, too, something, I, and I didn't tell you this until now, but the, uh, the referees. Yeah. Air quotes. Big, <laughs> yeah. Some, some air bunnies there. Uh, the, the referees are actually basically kind of like a director. They're calling oh. out the moves, making sure, like, they're constantly, like, calling out things and, like, helping them choreograph. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, so, like, the, obviously these things are practiced ahead of time, but, like, they're like, are you okay? Ready? Okay, now do this. Go. And so they have an earpiece in to the producers mm -hmm. and things. So, like, basically, like, they're an on, on, on field, on canvas, on, on the mat. Yeah. Director, on basically. Stage. Yeah. So, like, they're yelling stuff. They're not, like, yelling them, break it up, break it up. They're telling them, like, okay, we're going to do this. And this go into this. Oh, interesting. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Yeah. The best thing that Matt said is finally saying, like, what great actors these people are. Because it was always such a big thing for me when people just would refuse to believe that it was a staged, a staged thing. Like I told you, my cousins. That was always a thing. And so, like, it makes me respect them, fan, these fans, so much more. Because it's like, okay, let's enjoy it for what it is. Yes. Let's enjoy it for what this is. The drama the of drama it. The drama of it. The the acrobatics the oh and you guys talking about how these these people boys, these well and, boys, and not yeah. just men with the women too yeah. they're in peak physical physical condition oh yeah i like yeah and like their size to speed to to flip ratio <laughs> and so, some of these guys some of these guys are like six and almost seven feet tall 
And then their athletic ability for them to be able to be as agile as they are is top tier athleticism. Oh, it's crazy. And to do it every week. Like yeah. this is a weekly live show. Yeah. What? Okay. So we we watched. So we we recorded three weeks worth of the AEW Wednesday night. Yeah, we did. Yeah. 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 I'm not gonna do the voice again because it's Don't gonna hurt. Don't do it. It's gonna <laughs> hurt so much. It's gonna hurt. Uh, but we did. We recorded three weeks, and so every time that we watched it, we just both of us every single time were just like, I can't believe that that large human did that. I'm not gonna lie and say that I remember everybody's names. Cause there was no. a lot of names. That would be a big fat lie. Yeah. Like I knew, like I saw Sting, I saw Chris Jericho, like I knew those people, like I'd seen them before in other things. Right. That's what Matt had said in the episode as well. Yeah, like you're gonna know some of these people. Yeah, uh, but I, the biggest thing and the other thing was those fans that were there, I, I've never seen more excited fans. Oh, and when he was talking about how that, what do you say, the, the not theater, arena mm-hmm. was 15% capacity. Yeah. Everyone like, was social distance, wearing masks. But like, like it, the, that 15% brought that kind of energy. Oh, no, I right. can't even imagine what it would feel like at full capacity. Oh my gosh. You're right. We didn't say that. You're right. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That would be deafening. And I mean, we know, like, cause we've been to, the only thing I can liken to is going to pro football games yeah. and the energy that's there for that. But there's nobody like, baiting you to try to make you give more energy at a pro football well, game. And the other thing is is that we're in a we've always been in um outdoor fields. We've never been to a dome. Oh that's true. We've never been to a domed field. Yeah, we've, yeah, yeah. we've been to for like Green Bay and the Rams games. Like that's yeah. those are really the only ones. And those are all open air. Yeah, it's different. An open space. Oh, I wonder if they have. I know, right? I'm sure, I'm sure they, they have. have. Right. Yeah, little known fact, Elise actually used to be a cage match fighter. Um, she used to fight fight in the cage, in the octagon. Yeah. You're not supposed to tell people that. She had to quit because, I mean, she killed someone in the ring. Also, she's, also she's a hacker. <laughs> yeah, well. I had to teach Elise how to punch, so let's just, let, like, let's, let's just put it there. Like, that's, that's her background. I'm sorry, are you saying you don't think I could make it as a cage fighter? You could do... Anything. That's you right. Put I your can. mind. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Here, punch my hand. Ready? It's, no, it's, it's, it's super, gonna hurt. It's, it's, it's adorable. It really is. <laughs> yeah, like the fan base that 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 this has um, is is incredible, and uh, yeah, I almost kind of wish that I had more time to do like uh, comparisons between the WWE currently and the AEW currently. Mm-hmm. Uh, we really don't have enough time for the to, to really do the AEW deep dive, but uh, is that they because um, he talks about that they are able to fill out, um, excuse me, finish out these these the storylines, story lines, yeah. and so it'd be very interesting to see this see it. Yeah, yeah the when we like kind of like jumping into it and watching for a couple weeks and then and then jumping back out again, mm-hmm. it feels like you watched. A, you like jumped into a soap opera. Yes. Because mm. there's no like end. In a good way. In a good way. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah there's no end to that storyline and there's no beginning to a new storyline. It just keeps going. It just keeps going. So yeah. unless you've been watching, you know, All My Children's, I, I think that one's off the air now, but like something <laughs> like that since the 70s, mm-hmm. you're, you're going to come in halfway through the plot and just have to kind of like get used to it. Right. Uh, I actually would, if... It would be very interesting, and I gosh, I should have looked for this. I bet you, I bet you it exists. Hmm. A primer, 
Oh, the like. Like. Here's what's happened. Uh-huh. Here's what, like a quick synopsis. Right. So summary. When when Matt and I recorded uh, our episode, it was it was in um, it was in December. So so like yeah. when he was talking about like the Dark Order, like there actually there was a member of it that had had passed. Oh. Yeah, I think he was like the leader of it. He's called like the Enlightened One. Matt's gonna just Matt's gonna be screaming at me right now. But like that Sorry, whole Matt. like there was like they did. I think they did come back together. I, I yeah. So but anyway, but like the one that was the leader of the behind the scenes leader, like he actually he passed away. Oh. Yeah. So there was like some sadness going on there. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, but yeah, if you are wanting to see incredibly fit men and women flip through the air, do some cool stuff, throw some people, uh, ham it up for the, for the crowd and work the crowd. But you also want a little plot line that you can care about. Yeah. Then, some character development. I mean, it is for This is for you. you. And that is a testament to like the fans. Oh Absolutely. my gosh. I just like kudos to them yeah. for how passionate they are about this, uh, about AEW. And, Absolutely. Um, one of the things that I got a lot from this week, and, and this has kind of been one of our conversations too ongoing. Like we were just talking to your parents. Oh, and yeah. You were talking about your cousins and how like that's uh, what they wanted to watch when you guys were kids. And, and it was not like my parents didn't like it. So it was like, that's not yeah, happening. But they were bombed. But. Because they and now I get it. They missed out on a summer of because they'd stay with us all summer. Yeah, a summer of plotline. Like they didn't how, know what was going there on. There's no in their internet. Soaps. Yeah, there's no internet in yeah. their stories. Yeah, in their stories. And their their beefy boy stories. Uh, but the, <laughs> uh, but it's just like I got like Paul Choma was was telling me uh, that that as a kid, Paul would uh, like every American person knew. Hulk all Hogan. these people, yeah, yeah, and so, uh, so, uh, like, like, obviously, like, um, Craig from the T3 Podcast Network, he wanted to do wrestling. He did the 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 Breakfast yeah. Club, and so, but like, just all this, like, wrestling was kind of like in your veins as a kid, yeah. and it's fun to be able to carry that over into adulthood too. And so AEW being more it's adult, that yeah. Piece. So like they, that was something Matt was saying too. Was that WWE is is PG? It's just it really is for the kids too. AEW it's family is, friendly is the more mature. Mm-hmm. So I think that's something that is good for like being able to have your thing grow with you. Yeah, is, is great. Absolutely. Um, for sure. So yeah, yeah. I just remember. Our, our best friends growing up, like those that family that had all the siblings all the same ages as all my siblings, um, you know, you, you get those special families when you're growing up. And so we spent a lot of time with them and they, lo- they liked wrestling and they watched it sometimes, but it was just so a part of like American culture in the early 90s that like... I remember we, me and my my friend counterpart had nicknames. She was Hulk, Hulk Harbison. Oh my gosh. And I was Rowdy Rowdy Riri. Oh my. Yep, just shared that for everybody. I have never heard that story. <laughs> We've been married for almost 13 years and that's the yeah, first time. She was Hulk Harbison. And Did I you call each other out? Hey, you. And then like. Mostly our parents called us that. Oh my gosh, that's But so it was funny. pretty cute. Do you remember the My Wrestle Buddies? Oh my gosh, yes. My my little brother had one. 
Who did he get? Do you remember who he had? He had Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Yeah. I had the Ultimate Warrior. Okay. Yeah. Those were cool toys. They were so cool. They they have them still. They they have like, but they're like the Hulk. Oh, that makes and, and sense. Like, yeah. And then like I John, love that it's still a yeah, thing. Yeah, and and then they have like John Cena and and those guys too. And well, it was what every little boy needed. Something to fight. It was if, something if you, to roughhouse if with. If you didn't have that, then you were gonna practice those moves on your little brother or sister. Absolutely. This is just a safety. <laughs> they were gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> Because you are not as skilled as these no, professionals. No, no, these, and with like the training and the equipment and, and everything. <laughs> uh, something that I found and I and I kind of saved it for this week was there was a Nintendo game, like an old school oh. Nintendo NES, the original Nintendo, and it was called it's called Pro Wrestling. And me and Nico, I remember it. Yeah, so me, and, I don't know why. I mean, we, me and me and our youngest child were just playing it. Oh, how funny! Yeah, this weekend. Where were you? I don't know. Somewhere. Where was I? We don't go anywhere. We don't go no. anywhere. Yeah. Uh, You're playing it on one of their days off that I had to work. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay, so... No, no, no. It was in the evening. I was reading the oldest child. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, there you go. There's a reason. I'm not an absentee parent. No, no, There's no. There's a reason I like, why It's like, we've, anyway, we found it on the... Uh, <laughs> but, I mean, we we had this game. I'm going to tackle Daddy. Yeah, I'm going to... I got you. And she would say, I got you. I got you. And then, and then she would like, she's like really aggressive and it's super funny. But I wonder if anyone else remembers this game. So it's called Pro Wrestling and it had like uh, like stock characters. But then there were two characters. One was called Starman uh-huh. and then one was called the Amazon. And the Amazon looked like, uh, not Wonder Woman, looked like the, uh, the uh, creature from the Black Lagoon. Oh. Like that's what it was called, called the Amazon. And it was called Starman. He literally was was just painted purple, and he had a star on his face. That Starman. was it. So those were the yep. two that me and Nico his always wanted to do. Right. Starman. Very, very apt, aptly named. Absolutely. But like it was fun, and we were having a good time playing it. That's great. And, but anyway, I was so happy to find it, and it was just like this. It was I was in this zone. This in pro, the wrestling in the zone. Res, in the wrestling zone, and uh, she loved it. But anyway, I would love it if anyone could remember, like. If they could remember that if they played that too because if you were like me your nintendo only worked like 30 percent of the time until you get the, <laughs> you get the pink the pink screen of death and oh. then like can you imagine i'm thinking about that we would not put up with that today like if my all of a sudden like my playstation just didn't work i would get it fixed i would return it i would it'd be under warranty like all those different type of things yeah we don't put up with that stuff anymore but like nintendo like oh like i remember most people's nintendos just didn't work one day they just stopped they and that stopped was working. it and that was, and it. Oh, that was cool. like alright that was the lifetime of your Nintendo you know, that was, that's how long your Nintendo lasted congratulations oh my gosh yeah, yeah you're totally right we would never never put up with that I remember my original Xbox 360 my Xbox where you get what's called the Red Ring of Death yep. got the Red I Ring remember of Death. I literally just packed it up sent it away they sent me a new one this is yes uh, like, but I'm just like I'm so spoiled with our wrestling yeah is that, it makes me wonder, like, is that normal to be able to have that kind of, like, high-level customer service? Think of your pasta machine. That, that was literally two weeks ago. You're right. Yeah. I used it. It mm-hmm. broke the first time. Little peel back that curtain right there. Yeah. yeah. No, no, you're totally right. I emailed them. Hey, this broke. I sent it. I didn't even send it back. They just sent me a new one. Mm. We're going to bust right. it open to see how, how it broke. I still want to do that. Oh, sorry. No, it was, cl- it was clutter. 
it was all cutting. right okay it was okay cutting. it was yeah. broken but I, gi- but I give i give aew two championship belts straight <laughs> up <laughs> above the above the ring that's awesome <laughs> that's great do you give a tip i also give it two mm. uh Two uh, backflips. Oh, two backflips. Two backflips onto oh. the ring floor. Uh, before we move into our thing, we got a, a call. And it was, it, I kid you not, it went to spam. I, 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 I dang spam. Yeah. Anyway, it was from our our friend Declan. He sent in a, a voicemail, and uh, anyway, it was about the film noir episode that we did with Rudy, which was, of course, a fantastic episode. We're going to play it for everybody. We will play it for you right now with his wonderful, wonderful accent. Declan, take it away. Hi, I'm Declan. I'm I'm calling about the most recent episode on film noir. As soon as Rudy named the topic, it seemed like the episode made for me. Uh, I like a lot of cinema history. I'm going all the way back to silent movies, uh, the German expressionists, like Rudy mentioned, uh, Italian neorealism, the French New Wave, uh, but I have such a soft spot for film noir because it was what opened my eyes to old movies to begin with. My first that got me into it was Double Indemnity, actually. It's a brilliant piece of filmmaking. The dialogue is so smooth and elegant, but I think I have to say Touch of Evil is my all-time favourite, the Orson Welles movie. Uh, I just can't get over the opening scene where there's a bomb that's attached to a car and then the camera just follows it without cutting for a few minutes. If you haven't seen it, just look it up on YouTube. It's very impressive. I also have to shout out The Third Man, which has one of the best movie twists ever, and The Night of the Hunter, which is more noir adjacent. It doesn't really follow the typical noir narrative, but it inspired the books a series of unfortunate events, and it has some of the uh, best expressionist images in it ever as well. Uh, anyway, keep up the good work, guys. Love the podcast and can't wait to hear what you have to say about this topic. So, uh, thanks, Declan. Declan, oh my gosh, man. Yeah. Double Indemnity again coming up. Like, We've got to watch it. Yeah, and The Touch of Evil and then... Oh, yeah, I want to... He said Apparently... I could Google the um, the opening scene, so I'm going to go Google the wow. opening scene. I know, right? So cool. Anyway, yeah, once again, just some improving... Film Noir is pretty cool. Film Noir is pretty cool. Yeah, pretty cool. Yep. So what was your thing? So my thing. Okay. Love of my life. <laughs> Do the thing, wife of, wife of mine, mother of my children, best friend. <laughs> what was your thing? <laughs> I'm waiting in suspense for what you're going to say, even though I know what it is. Um, Hard working woman. <laughs> What's my thing? My thing. Earner of bacon. <laughs> um, my thing mm. is watercolor. It's pretty great. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty great. I actually wish I had brought my book so that I knew the the title of I'll it. I'll put a picture of it. Okay, awesome. Mm. We'll we'll link to it. So I bought a it's like a step by step watercolor, like teach me how to watercolor book. But it's all printed on watercolor paper. And so you, it gives you like all the instructions and talks through like the technique on one at one side of the page. And on the other side of the page, you actually do it. Yeah. Step by step. And it's, they're turning out really awesome. She, she's underselling it. They are gorgeous. I have done acorns. Uh, acorns are beautiful. 
I have done a caterpillar. Super fun. Caterpillar is so far my favorite. Really, my favorite is actually the fern leaf. Right, which was the next one. Which was the next uh -huh. one. And then the last one I did was ladybug. And the next one I'm gonna do is a sprig of clover. That's and, my first flower. And they're, they're very excited. They're pre-drawn. They have some sketches, right, on there for you to. Right. It's okay. got so the the side that you paint on has like a light sketched outline, so that you kind of don't have to worry about spacing quite so much. You don't have to worry about like being able to get all the proportions right. That's handled for you, and you can just focus on the painting part. And it's so much fun. It's super relaxing. Mm -hmm. um, my my uh, paint set is beautiful. I just love it. It folds up very nicely. And it stays super compact. Uh -huh. And so I'll, like, I could very easily just grab this and go and sit anywhere and do this. It's awesome. You mix your own, you're mixing your own, mixing your own colors. And then you mix your own colors. Yeah. And it, and it walks you through, like, this should be a high pigment red with a small amount of black. And so you mix it to get that deep. Anyway, right, so it's awesome. Kind of explain because like I didn't, I didn't know what watercolors were. I really didn't. I knew. I mean, I knew. I got it on a on an intellectual level, kind of. But now yeah. you're getting these little chunks of what? What are these little chunks? These little cubes? Yeah. So the cubes in your watercolor six. I think we're all used to watercolors like we had in elementary school. They're like the little ovals, right? In in, in the rainbow. Uh huh. Um, and it's, it's probably pretty similar, but we use them wrong. So what we should have done as children is opened up our set all the way and got water on our brush, picked up the pigment from the, the oval, and then put it onto the lid part. And that would have been our palette. Right. And that's where you actually paint from. So you mix your colors, you decide how dark it's gonna be, how saturated the color's gonna be. And you have to do that from that palette, not from just the 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 oval. Right, and yours are these big, like not big, like they're like dice sized. Yeah, mine are, are squares that are about the size of a die, mm -hmm. and um, and there's 40 colors in my palette. I got a 40. They're beautiful. They're beautiful. Yeah. The first thing I did was just do. They they send you like a. Uh, a test card that has the names of all the colors and so they're all in the same orders they are in your palette and you just try it out to so because the the little block of pigment doesn't look like what the color is going to look like when you use it no because it's like you show me like it's lightened up or you've added a color to it or well even without adding a color oh, right, to right, it right, like right. like it'll look black and then it's purple right or it'll look um, brown and it's bright red. Right. Um, one I had it looks green. It looks like olive green. Mm -hmm. um, but it's it's yellow. Right. What's really in, cool. What's in the dye is not necessarily what it's going to look like on paper. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I I am just in shock every time she pulls one out. There. But it's so fun. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Like it's I so want much to fun. frame all of them. If you have ever thought that you wanted to paint. But we're like, that's so intimidating. Right. I'm going to post, I'm going to have Chris post <laughs> the, uh, the link to the books. So this author or artist, author artist mm -hmm. does um, 
multiple books. So I'm on one that's forest. And so it's all things that you find in the forest. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to go from like bugs and leaves and flowers to um, like furry animals. Like the last chapter or section is all watercolor fur. Like right. how do you how do you do things with fur? Um, but that's then gorgeous. there's one that's ocean. She has an ocean book. Mm-hmm. She's got a um, there's one more. She's got a third book, and I can't remember what it is right now. Maybe it's landscapes. Um, but yeah, I will post the the links to them. I could not recommend it more. If this is ever something you've wanted to try, I think I spent like twenty five or thirty dollars, and I will have enough paint to last a lifetime and right. I'll go through the it'll take me maybe a month or two months to go through this book and really just enjoy my time uh, it's and it's beautiful it's like, beautiful and it keeps it in this in this book as well and then so like if you want to pull them out to frame them or with or you whatnot, totally could you totally could but like right now at least just has like this beautiful uh, like basically like like a workbook a work journal yeah of beautiful watercolor paintings that she's done and they're gorgeous yeah. Like they really, really are. Yeah, they're pretty fun. I, I, it's the most fun I've had doing something creative in a long time. That's yeah, I'm loving it. Yep. Yeah, it's really. <laughs> are you loving it? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's my thing, and we talked about it for quite a while. What's your thing? I mean, uh, I... love of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Father of my children. That's so funny. What's she? <laughs> What was your thing? What was your thing? I mean, my thing's been planting, but like, that's just like, I mean, last... It's been your thing for a while. It's been, I think, for a very long time. So, like, I'm planting, like, and I feel bad because I know a lot of our listeners are in, I mean, we're talking, like, let's just... In sub-zero temperature. And it's a beautiful 70 degrees today. And we were on shorts and just planting, planting a harvest. I feel, I honestly feel horrible. But this is our time to enjoy because it's going to be horrible here this summer. Yeah. It's always... Like, we get 117 degrees. It's brutal. Like, like, but also... But also we feel bad. We feel bad because, like, we go in the pool during that time. Anyway. I... Any, anyways, it's been planting. So, uh, but it has been Final Fantasy X. Final Fantasy X. And you told me all about Final Fantasy X this I, d- I did a real good recap It of was it. awesome. So it was remastered for the Switch, which, gosh, I cannot say good enough thing more enough good enough things about the about the switch oh yeah it, it, I, I, I I've been gaming my entire life as referenced by the NES uh, pro wrestling thing the back uh-huh. I don't know if I've loved a, a, I think it's the greatest thing that's ever made for gaming I really do I, I think it's just incredible but they remastered Final Fantasy 10 which came out when I was in high school and I remember oh. I really enjoyed it well our oldest got it for me for my birthday and we've got, but also like during Christmas and things like that, we've got a lot of other games that are like multiplayer. So that's what we've been playing. Like we got our right. Mario Odyssey and Borderlands and Mario Kart and Super Smash, like all these multiplayer games, which is what I like doing anyway. Like and they're this, super fun. We do them together. 
So anyway, for the last, I, I like I played it off and on once we once we got it. Well, anyway, I almost beat the game. So like this week, so close. It, this week has been kind of like okay, that has been what I've been doing with my downtime. It's like we are going on. Yeah. And oldest, of course, she's right there with me, staring at it the whole time, wondering what's gonna happen. What's gonna happen, Daddy? And she's just like glued <laughs> to it, just glued to the screen. And then like um, we've lost a few battles against some of the like big bosses. And then Final Fantasy X was notorious for its unskippable cutscenes. Yes. And so, like, some of them 15, 20 minutes long. So if you lost, you have to watch that over again. Can't mm. skip it. So she said, oh, but I'll watch it for you. I was going to say, so, who loves the unskippable yeah, so cutscenes? So she's watching there, and she, like, clicks the button if you have to, like, make it this, you know, like, so she's, like, moving the character five feet over, then another, so it's like, I go off, I, like, do the dishes, and come back, and it's like, Dad, it's on! Dad! It's ready, Dad! It's ready! And so I come over and like, and then anyway, we just beat a big boss today right before. It's basically the last boss before you go to like the final boss. So we're really excited about it. But it's been like an intense, like, okay, it's been all about Final Fantasy X this week. And uh, it came with Final Fantasy X, uh, 10, 2, 10 and a half, 10.2, 10 part 2. There is a, there's a sequel to Final Fantasy X. Oh, okay. Yeah, and so, uh, and... I it, wish everyone could have seen my face as you I were know, talking. Her face was furrowed. Like, I don't... Furrowed I brow. I don't understand the words you're saying. <laughs> I know them, but I don't know what and, they mean. And Final Fantasy X-2 was, was very, it was often derided. Uh, I, it, it is, it is kind of silly. It's a silly kind of concept. Mm -hmm. I think it's one of the most ingenious, uh, or, like, uh, the way that the battle system works is one of the smartest ways that they do it. You only oh. get three characters, which is very rare. Okay. Those three characters can change outfits, is what they're called. And those outfits tell you what they can do with their abilities. So, like, oh. one is called, like, I, I haven't played in forever, but it came with Final Fantasy X. So I'm excited to get into it because I actually don't remember the storyline at all. I just Ooh, remember, how much, awesome. I remember how much I liked It's the, new again. Yeah, it's new again, yeah. And so, uh, anyway, really excited for it. It's going to be a lot of fun. But anyway, that's been like this week. Uh, that's what we've been doing. Is like real into it. Either we're painting because we've been doing these art nights at night, and they've been oh my gosh, awesome, and they've been amazing. Each yeah. one of us picks something to build, paint, do color, something like that, and uh, that's why Elise has been doing a lot. So yep. once Elise got the watercolors in each night, at least an hour, just at the kitchen table, just. Let's all paint it. Yeah, I've been building some Lego. Both the girls, uh, oldest, has been doing these like beads that like melt together. Yeah. Yeah, they're really cool. I mean, I feel like anyone who grew up. Did you do those as a kid? I've, I've never seen them before. So, all the girls uh -huh. who are in their mm, late 30s, maybe 40, yeah, uh, they're gonna know these because we we did them. So you, you put them in like a light bright looking type type thing. Uh, we didn't used to be that fancy. Okay. What back in do? the day, what would you do? It just had that plastic piece that you like set them onto. Okay. And so you would build whatever your picture was onto this little uh huh uh like Peg mat board. like pegboard Peg yeah. yeah and then uh, very carefully you ran an iron over it to melt it together mm -hmm. and then you'd pull it off and you'd have like a Christmas ornament. I've, my parents have lots of Christmas ornaments <laughs> that I've made them over the years. They're really neat, yeah. So she's been doing like, she did the Triforce from Legend of Zelda. She did a couple of guitars a that A couple were of awesome. really cool electric guitars. They're really neat. So she's gonna hang them up in her room. They're gonna be neat. Yep. 
Uh, but that's really cool. And youngest has her oil painting out, and so she's been doing a lot of. She and she says, "I've been doing a lot of Jackson Pollocks lately." And they, <laughs> listeners, they're fantastic. Like I, this is not just me being like ultra positive dad. Her Jackson Pollocks are inspired. They're beautiful. Yeah, they're. That one that looked like a grasshopper, that one was really good. I it was amazing. Yeah. Like, and that's what she said. Like, oh, I was trying to like, it's like, who, like, how did you come from us? Like, <laughs> like I need a step by step for yeah, watercoloring. Yeah, I can't draw stick figures <laughs> at all. I have no artistic ability whatsoever. Anyway, I'm just so proud of her. Well, then she did a whole bunch of custom Valentines. Yeah, custom Valentines cards. Yeah, that's great. So anyway, but yeah, uh, it's just we've been. You know, each week it's a little bit closer to us ending these troubling times, and it's been. And Boy, we can't wait. Can't wait, and we've had friends and family that have been um, able to be vaccinated, and they're returning to the, you know, to the world, and it's been it's really great. And we've for the first time in a very long time, we've started to make make plans, and yeah, it's been an interesting time, and um, but we just for everybody that is still. Going through this, and there's there's light at the end of the tunnels. We can't wait to meet you in person and travel. Oh my gosh, and, we should do an I like to like things tour. Yeah, and, I don't know if we have enough fans for that, I but, know, yeah. <laughs> but might be short. Everybody, you know, keep the keep on trucking. You're all doing amazing. We're proud of all of you. Thank you for listening. I hope that this has helped you through all of these uh, these unprecedented times. And stop saying the trigger words. <laughs> do it on purpose. <laughs> Do it on purpose. To where we can make the before times happen again in the after times. Yay, so, after times. Uh, but that's going to do it for us. Uh, we just want to thank everybody that's called in. Uh, we want to thank everybody that listens. And you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at, at, at like two like things. That's the number two. Like two like things. Um, you can also join our Facebook page, uh, Facebook group, which is a lot of fun in there. Uh, you can support us via Patreon at patreon.com slash I like to like things. Uh, you can call the like line at 661-279-0130. I have actually worried sometimes that I put my own phone number out there. I haven't. You haven't. I no, know. I listen to you every time. But like, don't, don't you think that one day I will do it? Just be like... Blah, 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 blah. And what will that... That won't be a big deal. <laughs> People text, hey, you up? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, gosh. <laughs> the uh, <laughs> you can also email us. I like to like things podcast at gmail.com. Um, but uh, thank you so much for listening, and um, we will be back next week with a new guest and a new thing. Uh, next week's gonna be fun. It's it's gonna I'm be a excited. lot of fun. Yeah, I, I mean I'll I say that every time. I'm always excited. But yeah, yes. next week's gonna be fun. But uh, thanks for listening, and that is bye for me, Chris, and for me, Elise. Bye.